Hello and welcome. I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. We are still knee deep in tech and this is episode 48 recorded on the 17th of September 2018. Well done. That's twice in a row now. With the correct date, yes. I know, right? Awesome. I know. So last week we had a busy week. Holy cow, we had a busy week indeed. There was so many news, so much that happened. We almost couldn't fit into the, uh, the this week's manuscript. Exactly. And let's start with a thing that Microsoft does every week. Rebrands something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we really need some kind of rebranding bingo. <laughs> yeah, that's something for Michael Gillette to look into. Uh-huh. He's doing an Ignite bingo, Ignite keynote bingo. Really? Yeah. Cool. Uh, but this time... After the acquisition of GitHub a couple of months ago, yep. Microsoft is now rebranding Visual Studio Team Services to Azure DevOps. Awesome! So two buzzwords in one. Oh my God! How cool is that? Yeah. Sure. I mean, it could be much worse. People are, um, some like this name change and some really hates it. But I think this makes more sense out of the acquisition than it perhaps did for some previous some people previously. Sure, sure. Uh, so, n- as far as I'm aware, not much has changed, rather than the rebranding, and that you now could. It's easier to include Git repositories for source control, uh, and integration with a bunch of tools. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, on yeah. the other hand, this is just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I've read between the lines that they have some serious plans for this going forward. Yeah. And looking at the things they announced last week were that uh, Azure Pipelines, so continuous integration, continuous delivery services, Mm -hmm. can now work with any language platform and cloud and connect to GitHub or any other Git repository. That is cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, Azure Boards which is work tracking with Kanbans. Oh, so that's nice. nice. So now we have one more thing to use to keep track on things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. They could have used Planner. They could have used Planner, but then again, Kanban is such uh, an entrenched tool yeah. in so many shops, so it would be kind of bad if they did not have there. I actually spoke to one guy this weekend who told me that a Apparently, there is Kanban coming for OneNote. Oh, that's awesome. I hope so, because I've been waiting for mind maps for OneNote since, oh, I don't know, years and years and years. I think you really should look into Stormboard if you want that. Well, is Stormboard part of OneNote? No. No, and that's the thing. I can find 30 great mind mapping tools. That's not the point. But you can make OneNote a part of Stormboard. Oh, maybe, but then again, why Why just don't get uh, a mind map on one of the tabs? Why? Visio, Visio Online. That's actually a good idea. Yep. I'll have to steal that one. Go ahead. Cool. Um, yep. So, great. I, I, I'm absolutely sure that we will hear more about Azure DevOps at Ignite. I was just about to say that. I think it's going to be the, the dawn of what's to come. Yeah. Because this 
pretty much plugs a hole that Microsoft has had for some time. Very, very exciting. Yep. And something else that's very, very exciting is the latest Power BI September update. You're getting better at this segue thing. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. And But yes, I'm very happy that you said so, because the September update is, as always, packed chock full with new fun stuff. As always for the September update or for any update. Yes. <laughs> Good. How many September updates have you had of Power BI Desktop? Uh, a few. A few? Yeah. Yeah. But no one as good as this one. He's this stating. This is the best September ever. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to say the exact same thing next year. Anyhow, we are going, or we actually, we, we are seeing IntelliSense for the Power Query or the M language. Yeah. Which is awesome. The... Um, Power Query and DAX, which is another language inside of Power BI, is exceptionally powerful. But the M query designer, the, the um, where you write your M code, is woefully crap. <laughs> As in, dude, it is the, the 1990s called and, and wanted their editor back. You're very binary today. The best release ever. This is just crap. Oh, There's I'm just getting be. started. Yeah, great. So that that's good. And I think and hope that we are seeing the the dawn of the um, of a new way of approaching working with power query there are some quite interesting things coming in the pipeline for power query as kind of sort of a standalone tool for data wrangling that is a bit missing today so that's going to be very interesting yeah we have a beta connected no no, no wait 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 i have a question on this topic first of all oh really uh, so, as you may know, many people that write PowerShell scripts on Emu and are now moving over to Visual Studio Code. Mm -hmm. Would this make sense to include in Visual Studio Code? Well, or in Visual Studio for the matter? Why not? Because I've, I've, I've explained earlier that what's happening when you start up a, um, a Power BI desktop is that you are actually spinning up a um, analysis services yep. process in the background. Okay. There is a tool from Simple BI called DAX Studio that you can connect to this SSIS instance and write your code in that. Yep. And that editor is much, much better and much more intuitive, easier to see, and yada, yada, yada. So maybe um, that you could actually put Power Query in the... Um, the Visual Studio Code in the future, sure, uh, yeah, yep. uh, I, I'd love to, because I'd love to have everything in Visual Studio Code. Yep. Less, less tools to keep track of. So th that must be the alpha news. So let's go for the beta news. You know what I told you about segways? <laughs> yeah. Forget that. You're back to your usual, usual <laughs> horrible self, dude. I, I was lucky twice. Oh, I was just about to say something very, very evil, but I didn't. <laughs> Anyhow, data flows. We now have a beta connector to data flows. And data flow is, is something you can use to ingest data from, from um, both on-premise and cloud-based sources, such as Dynamics, Salesforce, yada, yada. Then you map this data to a common data model entity modify and extract whatever you want to do with it, and then you have a data flow. And this data flow can be connected to Power BI Desktop through this new um, connector. And, well, 
you do no longer have to poke around with this manually. So really interesting stuff. It is in beta. And my primary gripe with this is that there are other things called Dataflow that has nothing to do with Power BI Dataflow. That's kind of... But it's a, it's a new week this week, so they'll probably change the name of something else. Oh, that's a good point. Yep. Yeah. And we have something very, very cool, aggregations. So, yeah, and in the show notes it says preview. So what's the difference between a beta and a preview? Pretty much uh, none. In order to get your um, preview features running, you need to uh, flip a switch in Power BI Desktop that says, yep. I want to use um, preview features. And I'd, I'd, this is a guess. Let's say that the beta is deals with more stuff than just the um, Power BI uh, Desktop. Okay, yep. I'm just curious. It's, yeah, it's a good, good, interesting question. The uh, aggregations is all about being able to cache some parts of your data set in the Power BI model and have other parts accessible via direct query. Say, for instance, you have a, a um, yeah, just, just use a number, five terabyte data set. You cannot stuff all of these five terabytes inside your model because it's just going to choke and die. But what you can do these days with aggregations is that you can aggregate some of the detailed information to, for, say, for instance, month by month. Then you can cache the month. So you're going to have instantaneous results with your months. And if you want to dig deeper into the month for weeks and days, then you go to a direct query to the data source. Yep. And this is made possible by uh, combining both direct query and cache data, which came out either in August. Yeah, I think it was the, the August update where you can have uh, both kinds of, of data, um, data sources. So they are building on the things that come out in, in a fiendishly high rate. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Oh, yeah. So what do we have more? Do, do we have any, any new builds? We have new builds. Um, and I'm, I at least try to make good segues. Yeah, I, I know that I suck, so I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe you can build on this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yep, we have two new releases since or during last week. First of all, we had so the a new skip ahead release now named 19H1 instead of the former Redstone codenames. Okay, so 19 as in the year 19. Yes. H1 first half. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Cool. Um, it's not a huge build. The two really new features are that they are now bringing Fluent Design to the sign-in screen. So the acrylic effect in Fluent Design System for the sign-on screen, login screen. Cool. Yeah, uh, it's very hard to describe how that looks in a podcast, but <laughs> download build 18237. Channel your inner Bob Ross and, and paint a picture. <laughs> you really want me to do that one, right? No. No. So that's the, the first one. Mm -hmm. 
the second one were uh, or is an RS5 release named 17760. And this is fairly interesting because we should be getting close to the actual released new Windows 10 version. I were guessing that we would see it during Ignite. I'm not so sure anymore. Okay. It usually takes about two weeks from the actual last build until they ship it. So they need to pick up the pace. Well, do you think there is anything that is keeping them from shipping it at Ignite? Really? No. And this just didn't fall into kind of an awkward release cadence time. Yeah, so we'll see. I, there, there's, there's potentially so that they should could release it. I think that would be or make some sense. Mm-hmm. But um, again, like it's it's the October release. There's, well, yeah, there's really yeah, no it's a, no it's need a good for point. that, mm. uh, and there's really nothing new at all in this. The interesting part of the blog post actually is that they are now removed the watermark, which is existent on inside the builds on the desktop. So in the bottom right corner, you have a yep, watermark yep, that yep. states the build number. This is now removed, but they state very clearly in the blog post that this not this does not mean that this is the final build as we are not done yet. Well, I just have to ask the question, why would you do that? Why? I mean, it can't be that hard to remove a watermark in a build, right? Shouldn't be. No. So I have no clue. Uh, it, it would be fun if they released it on Ignite, mm. just for the, for the actual release on Ignite. Yeah, because there is probably not going to be any other releases at Ignite. Not too sure. We have a server release coming up as well. Dude, that was sarcasm. Ah. Yeah, Simon needs to sleep. <laughs> uh, okay, then. Yeah, but there's nothing else that matters. Oh, right. You know that I'm, I work with products that get new releases every week. So. Yeah, I know. My stuff's getting old. It's just every month. Exactly. Oh, dear. Speaking of which, we now have zero-day support for iOS 12 and Mac OS 10.14, if I remember correctly. In? In Intune. Intune. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's good stuff. Uh, there are some things that won't work, uh, but that's probably more about the iOS version as such. Mm-hmm. So Cisco Legacy AnyConnect. So the old oh, Cisco AnyConnect. Old. Um, Citrix VPN and so on. Uh, and they are also working on a number of uh, updates to their apps for iOS. Cool. Yeah, but it's there. Um, good to see that they are on things. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, iPhones. iPhones? Did you see the Apple event last week? I did. I did. I did. That was kind of a meh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of. I'm, I'm actually quite disappointed. Yeah, you told me the other day that... And uh, th- let's, let's just preface this with sp- explicitly saying that Simon is not an Apple fan. I've tried and used an iPhone. Yes. It's not as good as a Windows phone. 
Oh, you mean the Windows Phone that burned up at last Ignite? Yeah, <laughs> about that. So, so a burned Windows Phone is still better than a, I'm better than an iPhone. I'm quite okay with you using <laughs> or trying to use a burned phone. No, it doesn't However, work. yeah, yeah um, no, it was underwhelming, so yeah. to speak. The, the good thing about it is that they really have focused on performance if you review the, the new features of iOS 12. Yeah, I each and every time whenever I update, because I've been at this since, oh, I don't know, iOS long, long time ago, but I've always had performance and battery life take a hit as in just go tanking when i update and then it takes one or two patches and then we're back pretty much to where we were yep but i've heard from several testers that this is actually faster out of the box on older hardware that's cool it is cool and i think it's it's interesting and what is also interesting is that there are now no models in the iPhone range that lack Face ID. Nope. All of them have Face ID. And, and even the, we were expecting an iPhone SE. Yep. And what did we get for that? Well, it was discontinued. Thank you very much. Yeah. Boom. And we still, instead we got the iPhone XR. I believe it were, was it Scott Hanselman? Someone on Twitter, some some high Microsoft person, mm -hmm. stated that, "Oh, I thought we were bad at names." Wow. Yeah, I, I'll find the tweet. Um, it could have been Hanselman. It could have been someone else. So yeah. if it weren't Hanselman, I'm I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's it's good phones, no question about it. Here it but, is. Here it is, Scott Hanselman, yeah. iPhone 7, iPhone 7 Plus, cool, cool. iPhone 8, iPhone 8 Plus, iPhone X, um, okay, sure, X, but 10, whatever. We say X, but you do whatever you do. iPhone XR, iPhone XS, iPhone XS Max, what the? <laughs> Small, medium, large to make, my too, make too much sense. XS, XL, XXL, come on. That's that was, not a tweet I saw, but that that was even better. Yeah, uh, that's that's a that's a proper rant. Yeah. So someone else did uh, say it. So never mind that uh, they're out. You will actually be getting the iOS update today. It's released today. Oh. So are you updating prior to Ignite? That's a very good question. You know, I've been thinking about that. Do I dare update? Because I have so many things on my phone for instance my boarding card and stuff like that yep and so i i'm i'm um resetting my surface before going to ignite it's my plan okay yep and i'm i've thought about resetting the phone as well why uh the phone is because i still need to empty it on a lot of stuff photos and so on and I see no reason why not to. It's it's fairly simple. It will download for the Windows machine, though. Uh, especially battery life, I find is better after a reset on my Surface Pro Four. Oh, uh, we'll see. That's, so the, that's the, useful the information. Will, for the phone, I will empty the the um, storage, and for the 
surface, I'll probably reset it. We'll see. Okay, cool. We had you got some insights on the Azure AD outage not, two weeks ago. Not specifically the Azure no. AD outage, but the uh, the Azure DevOps <laughs> AA VSTS outage. And yeah, they they um, they posted a post mortem on what happened and why and how. And it is very good read. This was posted by Buck Hodges, the uh, director of engineering for Azure DevOps. And he he basically lays it all out there. What happened, why it happened, what they're going to do to try to fix this in the future. And there are a few very interesting tidbits of information here. One is the fact that they were not using any database replication. Nope. Simply because of the fact that the whole region went down, South Central, because Texas was, I was about to say, blown off the map, but <laughs> there was a horrible thunderstorm and pretty much the, the whole data center shut down. And the distance to north, where is north, by the way? Where is Isn't that Seattle or is that a third one? I can't remember. But I, the I distance is... Um, when it comes to light speed, about 70 milliseconds. Yep. That is way too slow for a synchronous database write. So that goes out the window. Asynchronous, well, to use Buck's word, it gets messy. And it's a very good read yep. about a lot of things. They are very, very candid, very clear. The bad thing is this happened. The good thing is it will not happen again the same way. And there are lessons to be learned for for a lot of people. Yeah. So North mm -hmm. would be in Chicago. Chicago, right. They have a number of regions in the US. I can tell you that. Yeah. It's also hilarious that they will get a Norway West and Norway East. Really? Where? Where? Does it say? No. Uh, West could be somewhere around Oslo. No, Stavanger. Stavanger. Oh, yeah, and, and, and then is going to butcher us for our... For, <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I need to look up a map of Norway. Uh, because I can't say where the East data center would be located. And speaking of which, so troubleshooting and reviewing performance of SQL databases while I look up Norway. Not so much SQL databases as the... Um, the availability groups. One, availability groups are great when they work. When they don't work, they become not so great. And they can be kind of tricky to troubleshoot, especially if you're only looking at performance problems and not outright problems. But the uh, CSS team, the um, escalation team, just released the AG latency tool. And that one is pretty much a set of reports to help you narrow down where does your time go? What is taking up the time? What kind of latency are you looking at? And help you figure out why. Yep. Sounds so useful. Yeah, it's it's very useful. And the CSS team, they're, they're the, the quiet professionals. Yep. And if, if you need them, you know you need them. Yep. And then you get help. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It, they're kind of like the A-team. Yep. Cool. 
So I've looked up Norway. I would say... You've looked up Norway. <laughs> I have. Okay. Simon looked up Norway. Depending on how accurate the, the map on the Azure page is. Oh, I think Norway is pretty accurate. <laughs> Norway, yeah, where Norway is located, that's quite accurate. Okay. Uh, but it could... I, I'm guessing Stavanger could be Bergen as well for the West data center. Oh, cool. And for the East, I would say Lillehammer. Lillehammer. Yeah. Cool. So we'll probably get some insights on this. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. If you're a Norwegian and someone is building a data center in your backyard, please let us know. Yeah, sounds about right. That's journalism, by the way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ask someone who's building a data center in someone's backyard. Uh-huh. Moving on. Yes, we have a very important announcement. I think we have several if we're on the same topic. But start with yours, because yours is probably more important. I can only say nom nom. Yeah. We're going to have hot food lunch at Ignite. And that's the best thing I've heard since... No, there's one more thing. One more better, in my opinion. <laughs> bacon every day. Yeah, but we have... They have had bacon every day. So? They're just stating that we will get it this year as well. I know. Yep. But that's great. I, I for one, eat bacon. a hot lunch. <laughs> yeah, bacon as well. Uh, I, I always eat an, a warm lunch. Yep. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's something to do with us being Nordics. We are Nordics? Yeah, I think they okay. said so. Yeah. The last time EU voted. Mm. Uh, so I enjoy that. Uh, I think, like, it, the first day at Ignite, I do realize that it's so much easier to give everyone a, a cold lunch because everyone has been at keynotes and everyone everyone will be ta having lunch at the same time. Mm. So I get that. Yeah. But the rest of the days, I, I'm really glad that we're getting hot food. Yeah, I mean, last year... Some of the food was so bad that I made a sword in the stone, you know, the, the old uh, Disney <laughs> reference. And I, I think I tweeted that because I... Two years ago. Two, yeah, two years ago. I stuck my fork into the, um, the dessert. Yep. And I broke the fork <laughs> trying did. to get you the did. fork out. You so, did. yeah. They improved it a bit last year. Mm -hmm. But if, yep. did they improve the fork or did they improve the food? <laughs> Very good question, to be honest. Okay. I think fork is something to do with developers as well. So, oh god. So we are getting we are getting hub at least. When this is when this I'm recording so, is I'm, over, I'm, someone is going to get a spanking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, better news. No, not better, but as good news. The ignite bag has been revealed by it the has. patch and switch show. Patch and switch guys. And, and it, it is awesome. I, they stated so many times in, in their review of the bag that this could be a brilliant hiking bag. And mm -hmm. I, I, for one, believe them. Yeah. Ever, in anything, in, the only thing you need to do to make it good is basically to have a rain cover for it. The only thing you need to, to, to make it good, <laughs> okay. I think you're... To make it good for outdoor life. Yes. Yeah. So if you're walking eight hours in the rain, it won't protect enough for that no but other than that it looks great rfid protected pocket they have a cooling pocket mm. uh, 
So the question is black or slate? Charcoal or slate? Charcoal or slate? I'm going for slate, I would say. Good one, because I'm going for charcoal. Okay. Yeah, do it. And it's one of these cases of you see the bags and you immediately go, yeah, that one, I want that one. And I think it, I honestly think that it's good that they have less choice. Yes. There's no need to have all the colors. No, because, the colors come in the uh, the headphones. Yeah, which I'm super excited to, to see. Yeah. I wonder wh- what kind of headphones they are. Probably fairly cheap. Um, I'm not so sure about that. But anyways, and we'll also get a water bottle, which isn't a big surprise. We, we talked about that in our... Yeah, that's one of the things that I have to leave in the US. Because if I bring another water bottle home... I might as well just stay away. I could have yours. So, acrylic or... Um, what's the other name? So they have one transparent and one black. Yeah, I'm going to go for the black. Because then you don't know what I put in it. No, fair point. Yeah. And next time, or next week this time, we'll actually just be waking up. Probably. For the last day? Yeah. No, it's a Monday. Monday. Dude. So next Monday, we'll be waking up in Orlando, preparing for the keynote. For the first day? Yeah, for the first day, yeah. Yeah, it's... As I've, I've already told Simon, this is probably the the, the, um, the single most exciting Ignite that I've gone to. I cannot wait to get, get over there. So many interesting things, so many amazing people. And yeah. yeah, and we have some And bacon. And bacon. And we have some upcoming announcements that we'll probably and hopefully share later this week. Yes, we we have and we will. Yeah. So needy pink tech will definitely be at Ignite. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you miss us, that's pretty much your own fault. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And well, we'll be back as soon as we can and Otherwise, we'll meet you at Ignite. Definitely. Superb. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.